3: Hello, loyal College Sports Now listener. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to our show. Uh, had a bit of an issue as far as the recording for today's podcast. It's a Felder Friday edition of CSN. So we got Felder. We got our man Trip internet sensation, and Mike Golick Jr. joining us live from Jacksonville. Exciting show, right? Sounds like a winner. Well, My computer decided that it was going to have some issues of the Y2K variety and have a bunch of updates before the show that I was not aware of. I ended up dusting off a backup laptop that literally crashed 20 minutes into the recording. So this episode is going to start with Mike Golick Jr. randomly asking if we can hear him and then we will pick up the second half of the interview. So part of it is gone to never be heard, to never be found. But the rest of the show is pretty good. We recover, we got the Felder 5, we got Trip handing out some winners, and we talk about the college football games that we've all been looking forward to since bowl season was announced. New Year 6, CFP, and then a look ahead to some possible national championship game matchups. So, apologies for the technical difficulties. Here is the Felder Friday edition of College
1: Sports Now. But basically... Uh, the whole point for me is Ohio State, they got to they gotta, they gotta shoot every bullet, right? That's how you – that's the only way they can beat Georgia.
2: 100%. 100%. You got to air it all out. I was talking to uh, some Ohio State pod the other day, and, like, I, I think you also just got to, like, lean into the stuff that you do really well, right? Like, forget – like, you can't go downhill. This isn't a team that can go downhill and beat anyone. We saw it against Michigan. We saw it against Northwest, but they're just not capable of that up front. This isn't 2014 Ohio State. Where you can just run inside zone and hand it off to Zeke Elliott and prosper. You got to try and win this thing on the edges. You got to throw a bunch of different stuff at Jalen Carter in the middle, or else he's going to make your guys' lives a living hell in there. Get the ball out of the perimeter. Try and get the ball in the hands of your athletes quick. Because, and I was talking to Richard Johnson about this the other day, Mm -hmm. and he pointed out, he's like, Listen, you go back, like, Alabama, when healthy, was able to give them trouble in the secondary last year with some of the receiving yes. options they've got downfield. There are capable NFL bodies like that all over this Ohio State wide receiver. LSU floor, did so. it.
1: LSU did right. it in the
2: SEC championship game. Exactly. Like, there's there's proof of concept all over the place. And Ohio State, as talented or more than any of the teams that we've just mentioned. So, yeah, it's, it's got to just be the air raid Buckeyes. Let them run. You know, mix in some outside zones. Try and get the ball on the perimeter mm-hmm. of this, but it, don't over, like don't overthink it. Like you said, burn the boats.
1: All right, here's the here's well. Here's what I'm gonna say too, and this is something that I've said for most of the year. I'm gonna say it again.
2: CJ Stroud has to be a factor on the ground. Mm. I mean to. that was really what t- that was what turned it around against Northwestern for them. It was late in the game, but they started to t- finally turn the tides when CJ Stroud affected that game on the ground as a runner because. It, again, they're not strong enough up front to just run at the point of a right. attack without some sort of threat elsewhere. So you're absolutely right.
3: How much of a—we talk about like money games all the time, Mike, like guys who are trying to impress as they get ready to go to the NFL. How much does C.J. Stroud really need to ball out in this game against Georgia's defense? <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, I think I think doing it would certainly help get him into the conversation. That I think, like, I I I don't know, guys. I think the number one pick conversation is going to be a mess this year. Like, there's going to be a whole bunch of Will Levis that gets thrown into this once we get past the combine, and people are going to start to really look at the, you know, listen, people are going to start to look at Bryce Young and say, man, this dude is really, really small like really small, even relative to the standard that we've seen lately. And so CJ Stroud, if he wants to potentially vault himself into that true number one pick conversation, this would be a good spot and a good defense to do it at. Because you guys know with a lot of these NFL teams, one of the things they love doing is, all right, let's watch you play against the other NFL guys and go and see that. And so this game is going to be in heavy rotation for anyone that's looking at and studying CJ Stroud. So yeah, I mean, listen, if that guy wants the potential to go and, uh, Live in Houston, then be my guest. <laughs> you, uh, I'm glad you hit on. Hartzell's got to be—he's beaming
1: right now because you oh, mentioned no. this. You, you mentioned the size of Bryce Young, which he—I I think Bryce Young is QB one, but I yes, Hartzel Hartzell is. Convinced no, that he's I, too small. No, I. I'm not, I. am not. You've said he's too small I, many times. I'm not a
3: quarterback uh evaluator. I'm not McShay or Kuyper but like Mike, I'm. I'm a small guy. Okay, I'm five nine on a good day, and I met Bryce Young, and he's five ten on a good day. Like he, I mean, he's got long arms. He's got big hands, but man, so, to your to your point, he yeah. is diminutive.
2: Well, honestly, the thing that worries me less than the height is just like you know, like the size, like with Russell Wilson, people always pointed out like thick joints, thick lower body. There's a reason Russell Wilson went so long in his career without injury being a factor really until this season. It was the first time we'd seen him taken off the field. And, you know, you've even heard some scouts talk about like, Hey, joint thickness is a thing we pay attention to. It's like looking at a puppy's paws. Like you can see how built someone is for this. So that might be some of the worry, but Felder, I'm with you. I think like we see this every year. We see all the time, and it bears out then in the NFL years down the road uh, where we look at these guys and people try and talk themselves into something and projecting there. It's like, not at some point, like when these guys are actually really this good, they tend to be able to find ways to make it work. And Bryce is what you need now in the modern NFL when you're a bad Bingo. team up top. Like, you just can't have statues back there anymore. Houston or whoever picks at that number one spot or picks him at the top of the draft is going to have a lot of holes to fill on their roster. And so while you're filling those holes, you need a guy that's going to be able to get you out of trouble. And Bryce has been doing that all season long for an Alabama team that was below their standard this season.
1: Hey,
3: real quick, Mike. Hey, if
2: if Mac
1: Jones can get picked in the first round, yes. I think Shit, Bryce Young's going to be okay. <laughs> no,
3: he's going to be fine, but he, I, is he QB1? That That's the I question. I do think
1: he's – yes, yes,
3: yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, let me yeah. ask you real quick, Mike, because we were talking about this right before you hopped on. Um, the Alabama-Kansas State Sugar Bowl, which is you know the early game on New Year's Eve because mm-hmm. of the, the CFP and, and, and where that's slotted, which is weird because usually the Sugar Bowl is like the nightcap. That's like a night, 9 o'clock yeah. kick. It's an 11 a.m. local kick. Felder is surprised – that that line is so small. Like, you've got Will Anderson playing, you've got Bryce Young playing, and yet Alabama sitting here is like a six, six and a half point favorite over Kansas State. What's up with that?
2: I don't know, because that was the other surprising thing about, like, the Big 12 championship was... Yes, Kansas. Like Kansas State's a really good football team. I had a blast covering them this year, and sure. they deserve a ton of credit for being able to weather all the quarterback stuff at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Will Howard stepped in and is you know even a better passer than Adrian Martinez was. Yep. That doesn't affect the game on the ground the same way. Love their offensive line, but I like I, I, I you know this is like the Rigby thing. Richards a great guy, but they did not win the line of scrimmage against TCU. Like right. you look all across that game and the ball was getting knocked back to the TCU shade, shade of purple side during all that. And so if they couldn't establish that, like, yes, their skill players were able to go out there and really help them. And defensively Felix on DK is a great player, long rangy, Yes, he athlete, is athlete, all that stuff. Like it's just a different caliber of trench warfare for this Bama team. And to your point, the two bell cows are there. So yeah, I, I um, I like Kansas state a lot. I don't see this going real great for them.
1: Okay, because so, here's the thing. I think this is going to look a lot like when Michigan State played Alabama in like the Capital One Bowl or whatever in like twenty was it 2010, 2011 or whatever year it was where they just – Alabama just decided, you know what? We're about to take a buzzsaw
2: to you. Right. Like this – I to your like that should have been the signal to all of us, by the way, when Bryce Young and Will Anderson said they were going to play yeah. in this game, like against all odds. You know how yeah. pissed off you've got to be? To say, yeah, you know what, like, I understand I got the winning lottery ticket coming up on the other side of this thing, but uh, we're going to come back here and show people this isn't going to be some, you know, game against Oklahoma or anything like that. No, we're going to come back out here and kind of put our foot on the gas right now because Nick Saban's been feeding us nails for the last two months. Bingo. Mike, do
3: you sip champagne on New Year's Eve?
2: Um. Mm, uh, only if it's handed to me. I'm not going to seek it out. And honestly, I'm probably not going to be awake that late. Like, that's just not, that's not who I am anymore. That's not what I want to be. Do you, Hartzell, do you ship champagne?
3: Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take like a couple of nips, but I mean, come on, man. Ohio State, Georgia is not going to be over till about 1 a.m. So, I mean, you might as well stick around and see see I... that thing finish
2: up. Yeah, I guess I guess that's a good point in all of this. One. I, I'm 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 loopy by. I don't know. At the end of that game, though, like I don't know if champagne's gonna be the thing I wanted that game at the end of yeah. the game. Like realistically, I'll probably be. I'm trying to think of what's in my what's in my house right now. That'll probably be a wine night. I got a couple of bottles left on the counter here. We can make work, so that'll be a good wine night. Respect. There we go. Hey. What's your what's your go to wine? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know what. <sighs> I'm trying to think. There's a giving, there's a I'm, there's a cab called Educated Guest that they sell all over Southern California that it's uh-huh. usually like one of my easy go tos. I kind of stick in the Cab and Red, red Range. I'm still yeah, trying to same. build out my portfolio here.
1: See, I'm a listen. I'm a Chateau Saint Michelle guy. Mmm. Indian Wells mm. if they've got it. The Indian Wells uh, if Cab if they've got it. That's my go to. But I also I'll get down with some 14 hands.
2: Oh yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. Felder, <laughs> are you a champagne guy? Is that where you're gonna be going here? I feel like I feel like you need something heartier than that.
1: No, I'm listen, I'm I'll, listen, by the time that game's over, I will be in the wild turkey.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, see, you know what? That's a, from a man who once told me that he could survive a brick being dropped out of a three story window, <laughs> I expected it was gonna be something like that there. That's a man after my own heart.
1: That did yeah. happen.
2: But yeah, we get tough. <laughs>
3: Mike, enjoy enjoy the Notre Dame-South Carolina game. Uh, you got some tailgating to do. You got some cheeseburger to eat. So do your thing, buddy. Thank you for making time for us.
2: Hey, man, appreciate it. Glad we were able to make it happen. Felder, glad we were finally able to link up this season, man. Long overdue.
1: Long overdue, man. We'll do it again soon. Thank you. Awesome. See you, guys.
3: There it is. That's our man, Mike Golick Jr. Check out the Gojo Show. Uh, folks, if you listened to that interview, uh, you only caught half of it. Because the first half of it, does not exist anymore. Wait, what? I told you, man. y I, 2 I, Y2K, bro. It's rearing its head. Twenty-three years later.
1: Oh my god! It has god.
3: wreaked havoc on the Hartzell laptop situation. The first half of the show is gone. You'll never hear it. It this never is really existed. Embarrassing. So let me just paraphrase for you. Golick is very excited in Sam Hartman going to South Bend if indeed that does happen as has been reported. Uh, Hartman's in the transfer, por- transfer portal. He will not be at Wake Forest next year, but uh he may still be in the ACC wink wink nudge nudge heading to uh heading to to Notre Dame. And he's in Jacksonville for the Notre Dame South Carolina game. That that was the context there. But yeah, you you missed the uh you missed the intro to that interview. You missed the first couple questions. And you also missed uh, me and Felder and Trip kind of vamping for the first, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes of the show. So, it's gone. Why don't we go ahead and get into the Felder 5? Because, buddy, I gave you homework. You, you came through. You got like a little uh, college football playoff edition of the Felder 5. So, mm-hmm. please, jump in. Let's get going. Well,
1: the first question that we did ask, we already asked it again, but are we drinking champagne? I'm going to take a couple of polls, man.
3: Straight out the bottle, though. I don't need the flutes. I hate champagne flutes.
1: I hate flutes, too. Um, and I do. I, I also like drinking it out of the bottle.
3: But it will leave you wrecked the
1: day after. It's horrible. It gives you bad heartburn. Now, how um, do you feel about rosé, my man? Same thing? You put it in the same nothing, category? Yeah. It does nothing for me, yeah. Okay. How do you feel about sabering the champagne? Excuse me? Sabering. Is that the thing you do with the sword? Yeah. Never done it. Oh dude, you got to try that.
3: Well, I, okay, so you know me. I've got I, I've got safety concerns. Uh I feel like it could go horribly wrong. How? So you're trying to sli- so okay, I I've, I've opened you champagne. You can do it with it.
1: You can do you, you you can do it with a chef's knife. It's very easy.
3: It's not going to break the glass on the neck of
4: the champagne bottle.
1: It it breaks the neck off.
4: Right. So now there's glass on the floor. But you're not going to get any glass in the champagne, are you? No. Because that seems like something that could happen.
1: No, you don't.
4: See, trip is a hold, you hold the as bottle. Well. You hold the bottle in one hand.
1: Yes. You take the knife in the other hand. Yes. You slice off the top. The top comes off. The champagne comes out. You pour it into the into a, into a glass. That's the only time I'm going to drink it out of a glass.
3: So if you do that, you obviously can't pull champagne from the bottle because the bottle will put you in you the can. hospital. Um, I've got a machete that I use for gardening around the house. Do you think that would be a good knife, or does it need to be like that, sharper?
1: No, I think that would work. It's not about how sharp it is; it's about the speed to the to the neck that rim to knock it off. Interesting.
4: What if we started canning champagne? It's already would been that done. Be a, it's already been that's done. already done. That's already okay.
1: Yeah, that's a thing that already exists. Have you yeah. been to the grocery store mm-hmm. lately,
3: Trip? <laughs>
4: Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time in the champagne aisle. I grab my four bottles of flip-flop and I move on.
1: (laughs) Flip-flop. Flip-flop,
4: I love it. $5 a bottle.
1: They're right next to each other. You're a
3: Miller Lite guy. Felder's a Bud Light guy. Well, I rotate, yeah. Oh, you do rotate? I've only seen you with the Miller Lite, bro.
4: I can't drink beer every single night, but I'm normally going to have a little something to, you know, a little flip-flop mixed with ginger ale. It's refreshing oh mix it up
1: god this is insane i my my mind hurts right now
4: you try it you'll you'll never go a week without it for the rest of your life
1: oh i can guarantee you i will go many weeks without that
3: (laughs) here's the thing i i don't know how i'm gonna get down on new year's eve like obviously there will be alcohol consumed but um like if I start drinking bourbon at four o'clock, five o'clock, watching that TCU Michigan game, the chances of me being functional six hours later, uh, as we're in the third quarter of Ohio State Georgia, it's, pro- it's just not likely, Felder. I'm not you, man. I- I'm just yeah. I'm built different.
1: Oh, dude, I'm I will be taking I'm built like Bryce Young. <sighs> Is that part saved?
4: Yeah, we got that part. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, you're not five nine. Don't lie about stuff. Just I to didn't try say to make I was five
3: nine. I said I was five nine on a good day,
4: with shoes. You're you are <laughs> taller than 5'9". No,
3: I'm not. No, I went to the
4: doctor. I went to the doctor last week. I was wearing a pair of Hey dudes. You know those little
3: I don't know slip what on those shoes. Are. No, I don't the know. The
4: what those is are. They, they've been worn down to where I'm basically barefoot. I was six foot on the dot. You're not you're not three inches shorter than me. You're right, I'm four inches shorter than you. You are not. Yes, you know I am, that. brother. No, you're not.
3: Listen, I don't lie about being short. I don't
4: even hang out with short people. Well, Come you on, hang man. out
3: with you hang out with one, okay? A short case <laughs> right here. These All are the shoes of... that you wear these shoes?
4: Yeah. Where what are you doing? Trips
3: a trips a hey duter. Wow. I've had to get on trip uh, behind the scenes. I'll just go ahead and tell this story now because trips an I'm internet a sensation. Guy, yeah. he's a rock star. I have had to tell him on more than one occasion this year, "Hey dude, do not wear flip-flops in the office." You've had yeah, yeah that is a thing. It's a Wednesday. I don't need to see your toes. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, like
4: flip-flops, so Yeah, I like flip-flops lops, too I've when got I'm a at good the water crock, man.
3: I like flip flops too, when I'm looking at the Atlantic Ocean. I'm just not when I'm looking at Studio 536 at 540 North Trade Street. In I'm in Salem.
4: 39.
3: Do you know what I mean, man? Oh, now God. here's the problem, Felder. And again, we're we're pulling back the curtain here. But at this point, Y2K is wreaking havoc. We'll probably lose this part of the show too. Save it. We have uh, we have people in our office that are above Trip and I who wear flip flops. So there are no rules. It is lawless. It's a free for all. I love it. I, when but I don't at... I don't want to see my guy's feet. So what? I'm trying to tell Tripp not to wear flip flops, and guess what this guy does? He he's he's upgraded from flip flops to hey dudes. And Crocs that's like,
1: like that's surely a what are those moment. I mean, I guess it's better than Crocs.
4: They're pretty popular. I mean, hey dudes are, are a big deal now. Okay. <laughs> Lots of people wear Hey dudes, Felder. What
3: would it take to get you in a pair of Hey dudes?
4: I'm gonna get him a pair of Hey dudes. What size shoe do you wear? He's
3: an eleven and a half. No, I'm. That's not. what I wear. A you know, He's a twelve. Well, they
4: don't do half sizes, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you. He a can pair. squeeze in a pair of twelves.
1: I no, I if you, at, That's a waste of your money, and you don't but make enough you, money to if waste you money. If you try
4: them, it's the same thing with the spritzers. You try them, you will be hooked.
1: The spritzers. I can promise you that I won't.
4: It's like my... walking on a cloud and drinking a spritzer while I'm walking around in Hey Dudes. That's, right. that's when feet, I'm really feeling it.
1: My feet are perfectly conditioned for Nike Air Maxes. And every <laughs> other shoe that I wear that's not that is a problem. I had to buy different shoes for the Peloton bike. Because those shoes hurt my feet. And so I had to get the Nike Peloton shoot. How do?
3: By the way, how do we feel about the Peloton as we get ready to head into twenty twenty three?
1: I just got it set up again. You
3: getting ready I'm, to? I'm, get back I'm, and ride. I'm getting back on it. I'm gonna hit you up on there, man. Let's motivate each other. Let's ride That's together.
1: A, I'm getting back on it. I got a plan already. I'm because you know I go for my walks every morning, so sure. my game plan is big that walker. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get on the bike and then I'm gonna go for a walk.
3: What does that look like, by the way? Now that you guys don't have a dog, you're just walking the neighborhood, like, like yeah. Are you like what's the pace? Are we are we power brisk. walking or are we just kind of cruising? No, it's brisk, it's a okay. brisk pace. All right, you got the arms do... swinging or hands in the pockets? Arms swinging, okay.
1: I've got gloves, okay. Arms swinging, okay. I am, I am arm, I'm arm pumping basically,
3: uh, okay, okay.
1: And I'm not the only one that does it. There's a lot of people that just walk in my neighborhood, are dogless.
3: We, are we thinking about adding some hand weights or maybe some ankle weights to the occasion? I have
1: taken the Peloton three pound weights out before. Okay. Um, Yo,
3: for real talk here you can get ripped pretty quick. You start walking with some weights, bro.
1: I know. And I don't take them out every day, especially. But now that I got to wear gloves, I think I'm just going to, I might start dragging them out there. We
3: used to have a guy in our neighborhood um, who would walk with a crowbar. And while he's walking, he's doing like arm extensions. I like forwards, this. side, forward, and then he'd switch, go to the other arm. Forward, like straight out. That might be what I
1: do. That might be what I do. Because I got a pry bar that's you know, three and a half feet long. I can just walk with that and do like rows. Yeah over the head
3: yeah see because as a kid i thought like that's bizarre that's that's weird but as an adult i'm thinking i I still remember this guy and i'm like that dude was probably ripped
1: yeah i think i might listen just for the record i think i might be getting i might i think i might get ripped in 2023 let's go i think i might get ripped trying to get shredded huh yeah like i'm doing like in the morning i'm doing push-ups already before i go for the walk i do push-ups I can do thirty. I can do maybe forty-five push-ups in a row. Are you are you still going to try
3: to be the fastest turkey trotter of uh, of your I'm, age group? I, I, listen, is that still a, a a goal?
1: That might. You know what? That might happen. That might be. Yeah. I. The only problem, again, and this is the biggest problem, is but if I start riding the bike, I'm going to have to change clothes anyways. So that that now becomes a part of that. That's now on the table.
3: Yeah. Here's the thing. I think you could run. With training, with proper training, not right now. I think you could run a five-minute mile. I don't know if you could run three of them consecutively. That's the problem. That's sure.
1: all I'm saying. That's all good. Listen, let's speaking of a five. Let's okay. get to the Felder. Fight. Yeah, oh, very nice. Very nice. You beat me to it. Okay, I'm going to go TCU. They got to come out and pick their spots.
3: Yeah, early and often.
1: Yes, I I, I totally agree with you. I think very. I think early. I think the first play for TCU when they're on the 25 yard line, I think they've got to throw up over the top to Quentin Johnston.
3: Is he wide receiver 1? I think I've asked you this before.
1: Yes. To me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Up over the top to him. And let Michigan know that you're not here to hang around. You're here to you're here to you're here to do some work. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like Mich- TCU like TCU didn't they didn't show up to make out they came over to fuck.
3: Okay, very good. Fantastic. It's a family show, but not today. This is the New Year's edition. God you know, you, see, you know what I'm saying, though? Yes, like,
1: I do know what you mean. I didn't come over to play with your hair. I came over here to, like, get, get put the work in. Yeah. yeah and it, they got to show them that immediately. Because they got to get them on their heels. If, if, if TCU doesn't get Michigan on their heels, they're going to have a problem.
3: They're gonna have a problem because Michigan's gonna win the third quarter. Like this is this is a game where.
1: But TCU has consistently won the third quarter. Yeah, I I just I, you can't
3: play from behind against Michigan with with success. No, you have to play game.
1: from up in front. You yeah. got to That's what I'm saying. You got to take those. You got to pick your spots. And I do. I think it's aim small, miss small. But you have to be very smart about where you're aim, where you're shooting with you, these with this team.
3: Do you trust Sonny Dykes, Garrett Riley, and company to do that?
1: They've done it all year. Why wouldn't I trust them now?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I just – TCU has had to play from behind a lot this season, and I don't think that's going to be a, a positive but then, recipe against Michigan. But then
1: in the, the Big 12 championship game, they came out hot. Uh, yeah, and then Kansas State reeled them in. Yeah, so that's number four, Michigan hulk it up. I don't trust Mich- – like, here's the thing. If TCU's up 14 to nothing, are you like, oh, it doesn't matter because they have JJ McCarthy. <laughs> and I know you're not, you don't talk Michigan football, so I'll be quick here. Because I want to get to this last these last two in a in a big way. Um, like, if they're up 14 at half or 10 at half, like then Michigan has the what? They have to start throwing the ball? Yep. That's a problem. Correct. So they have to hulk up early. Michigan's got to hulk up early. All those big dudes up front have got to – they've got to control the situation on both sides of the ball.
3: Which is crazy because that's not how they won against Ohio State. I mean, what yes, do mean? Donovan Edwards busted a couple big runs. Right. But what got them over the – Ohio? what got them over Ohio State was – Vertical passing, like you know, miss tackles, missed tackles, sure. But there were yes. also a there were also a couple of instances where a, a Michigan wide receiver is catching a football and there's nobody else on the screen, on the television screen, because he's yeah. behind the Ohio State safeties, or because somebody from Ohio State slipped and fell down. They
1: slipped and fell, or and missed the tackle. Yes, yeah. that's yes. I totally understand. By the way, your mom sent two voicemails.
3: Oh boy. That's another show. That's a different podcast.
1: I know, but I just—I'm just warning you. Oh God! Uh, but no, I—I I just like, and TCU's not going to do that. They don't play the same type of defense as Ohio State. They don't play. They play. They play zone. They play man, but they have coverage over the top. They—they so they play two man. They play cover three. Ohio State is a zero and one team so mistakes are magnified TCU they'll make a mistake but they they'll, they'll have someone that can tackle you
3: one of the um, things one of the things that you before we get to Georgia Ohio State one of the good points that I don't know if it made or or did not make the the equipment cut. issue that we had with Golic was TCU finally getting some rest this team yeah. played 11 straight weeks
1: they're tired.
3: Their bye was was on September 17th, man. So They're tired. Quentin Johnston specifically. Healthy. A guy who's, you know, as Felder says, is probably going to be the first wide receiver taken off the board in the NFL mm-hmm. draft. That dude has finally gotten a chance to rest. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, go back God. and look at the Kansas game. I mean, this dude is a weapon. Dude,
1: the amount, I, I can only, ima- I, I know what it's like. In the way that he was probably sleeping, like, this was, like, diagonal across the bed, full sleep. Like, just dead. Like, like you know how kids sleep? Yeah. Like your, Like, your kids, after they have, like, swim or soccer or whatever, and then they're running around all day. And then when you see them in the bed, you're like, oh, you're, I can do anything. You're never going to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. He, that's how you sleep it. Just knocked out, and getting that good, good rest. So yeah, I, I got that. Um, I'll move it to Ohio State now, and I mentioned it with Golik. I don't know if it's in there or not, but basically, like they have to shoot every bullet, both sides of the ball too. Like when when, when I say that, most people are thinking throw a lot of deep balls, do whatever you got to do. But I also think they've got to bring pressure be disruptive defensively. Like they've got to they've got a slant, stunt, blitz. And the cool thing is that defense allows them it affords them the ability to do all those things. Are you gonna give up a big a big play to Brock Bowers? Sure. Maybe one to Darnell Washington? Sure. But you have to do it that way because you don't have a chance if you think that you're gonna just punch one, punch two. Like this isn't you can't exchange blows with this team you have to you got to throw everything out
3: i i fully expect felder this game to be a shootout i think it's gonna be a high scoring game i i am curious what you think about mayan williams and you know he's, he's been battling the stomach bug all week he's gonna play he's gotta he, he's gotta give you something on the ground right against georgia I'm not saying he yeah, needs to Steve. rush for. I'm not saying he needs to rush for a buck fifty. But is is Henderson playing? No, no Henderson. Right, Travion Henderson is out for this game. Oh. <sighs> I mean
1: this, the the third string
3: the, guy is decent. Uh, he's what's good. his name?
1: Uh, he's a different type of running back. Dallin Hayden. Yeah, Dallin Hayden. He's Daylon. he's good. He's good. But you got to get something out of him. But man, at the end of the day, I need to see Stroud. I need those I need these zone runs to look like he might keep the ball. I think that's critical. And yeah. if if Jake Fromm can do it, you can do it, CJ.
3: Wow. Jake Fromm, the guy who beat Justin Fields for the starting quarterback position at Georgia. Yeah. Legend.
1: He also did keep the ball on keepers sometimes.
3: Yeah, so does Stetson, for God's sakes. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson, but at times that guy has shown that, hey, man, like, I remember the Oregon game, the South Carolina game. That dude was breaking people off in the middle of the field. Yeah. So it can be done, yes. By the way, I know you're not into, like, I know you're not a huge narratives guy, Mm-hmm. But I brought this up with Wayne earlier in the week. Do you remember the discussion that we had around Stetson Bennett a year ago at this time, in the wake of the SEC championship game loss to Alabama? What should this guy even be playing for Georgia? Do you remember that? I do. And <laughs> it's just it's it's amazing. I mean, the guys, the the guy is. I mean, Georgia is the the overwhelming favorite to repeat as national champs. You know how hard that is.
1: Yeah, it's In tough. modern
3: college football, it's only been done once by some guy named Saban.
1: Here's the thing. this is. The, I'm going to go back to my point. C.J. Stroud, 35 carries, 74 yards. For the season? For the season. That ain't it, bro. Stetson Bennett, 47 carries, 184 yards. Yeah, but he's rushed for more than that. That's sack yardage. I, uh, listen, both of them have sack yardage. They both have sack yardage. But I'm just saying, like, the total number right now. Yeah, yeah. Bennett also has seven touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, he's a weapon. Yeah. Because he makes you have to respect the thing that you don't think you're going to have to respect. Yes. CJ Stroud, zero rushing touchdowns this year. That's crazy. Like, if you're not going to fully weaponize, you're going to get your brains beat in. And if you're going to get your brains beat in, go ahead and do it. Because Georgia's happy to oblige. Which brings me to number two on the Felder 5. I want Georgia to be the monster that we all think they are. Like, I'm ready. Are you ready?
3: Yeah, I I fully expect Georgia to blow out Ohio State. Not just win. You you just said you thought it was going to be a shootout. Yeah, it will be. Georgia's going to have 40-something. And Ohio State's going to have 20-something. This is going to be. This is going to look a lot like the SEC championship game, okay? Where Ohio State's playing from behind all night.
1: I just, I'm. I could be wrong. No, no, no. I, I Vegas I, thinks
3: I, I'm wrong because this is a I, six point spread. They think Ohio State's going to hang.
1: I'd like to see. A, I'd like both of these games to be blowouts. If we're being quite honest, makes life easier for me. <laughs> But I just I am fully like I want Georgia to be, beat go out and be the monster go out and don't don't in the words of one of our buddies Kirschner and uh, and Johnson don't play with your food yeah go out there and devour the meal eat it up destroy oh that's that's a good one for Georgia seek and destroy.
3: Well, I think it starts with Jalen Carter, right? Like, this guy, you know... Is a he, monster. He, he has been criticized as, you know, a guy who takes plays off or a guy who doesn't give max effort when he's on the field for every snap. That did not happen against LSU. Okay? Right. And I could see a scenario on Saturday in Atlanta
1: where that dude, that dude is just... He's he's feasting. He, where he's he's truly unblockable and just... Because the thing, here's the thing, if you got a guy that can play from a 5 to a 0, you can figure out, listen, it's, you, I know you're not moving movie. have you seen The Waterboy? Uh, I have, yeah, once,
3: once, Bobby Boucher, right? Yes, Adam Bobby Samuel. Boucher.
1: But, your homie from The Wire is in that movie. Which one? Um, hang on, he's also in The Walking Dead. Trip, are you are you even trying to do this for me or no? I'm doing it for myself. Oh. Take it easy, man. Take, take it easy. Trip's he's he's doing picks. He's he's locking in on picks.
4: Yeah, I'm doing research on picks, but I've seen. Lawrence boy, Lawrence no idea Gilliard. Who you're talking about. Okay.
1: Derek Wallace, Lawrence Gilliard. He's in the Wire. He's right. also in Gangs of New York, season you one.
3: See... Yeah, he he doesn't get past season one, but yeah, I okay.
1: Playing. But he's in that. Yes. But he's he plays the kicker. On that team and he like literally the cool thing about being able to move Jalen Carter this is the point I'm making when he's doing the onside kick to try to get them to win he looks around and he's like where's my bitch there's my bitch and he looks for the guy that's the most scared for the onside kick with Jalen Carter being able to play again from a 5 to a 5 which means you have every other position in between They can find a weakness in Ohio State's offensive line and they can just post him up there and let him destroy that guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And look, man. absolutely destroy him.
3: I, I know that there's a bunch of guys on Georgia's team last year who are professional football players. They're in the NFL. 15 of them, to be exact. But, man. In Indianapolis last year, doing that show after they had beaten Alabama, I remember talking to Roddy and Wayne and just being like, "Look, this is a program that hadn't won a national championship since 1980. Mm-hmm. The the levy has broken. Like it's you know it it's hard to get that first one, man. It's really hard. But man, like I, I I've been asking this question for about a month and I, I still don't know if anybody." Can give Georgia a game. I know what happened when they played Missouri in Columbia in what September, October? Sure. Kent yeah. State. And I think that team was bored. I don't think this team is bored at all. I think I, they're I,
1: highly motivated.
3: Yeah. I think they're They gonna, are think absolutely they're gonna, locked cocked and ready to run. I think they're gonna run through Ohio State. I could okay. be wrong, man. I could be wrong. But like this is, I, just, I,
1: I want, I want to I here's what I want. I want Ohio State to come out and go max go go max speed and full strength. That's what I want. That's what I want. I don't think it's
3: enough. I I just I don't think Ohio State's best is enough.
1: That, so, okay, so that's we, the answer. So that's we, the that's so the we'll answer. We'll
3: see. We'll see. I, I I've also seen an Ohio State team that hasn't played a solid football game in a while. Like this they haven't is a team played that, one all year. That's what I'm saying. Like this team, like go back and look at the Penn State game. It's like, well, you beat Penn State on the road. You you showed up for a quarter in that game. In the quarter was enough. It was enough. Yeah, sure. But I mean, I just I don't know, man. I I just this is not a this is not a year. Where there's a generational football team out there. Okay, this isn't 2019 LSU. It's not 2020 Alabama on offense. It's not 2021 Georgia on defense. There's not, there's not like a, I agree. You know, there's not an all time great team out there. No. Man, Georgia is really good everywhere.
1: I just, I, so here's the thing with Georgia, and when I say I want them to be the monster they are, we talk so much about their defense. I want them offensively to flex. Yeah flex it out. And they did it against LSU. They're like, "Oh, don't worry. We're going to keep scoring." you think we can get score 40? What if we get 50? They went for they went for 2 when they had 48. Like it was, yes. it, was a, it was a it was a thing. And I that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see them Like I I want like I like like the, the the concept of teams just like that's why that's what I was I think we're gonna see it against with Kansas State and Alabama, where Alabama's just like absolutely not you don't belong on the field with us, and I want to see Georgia do the same thing. And on the flip side, I want to see Ohio State. Like with TCU, I'm telling them to pick their spots. With Ohio State, I'm saying every spot's your spot. Go for it. I don't know, like, I'm, this is, in my mind, yes, I think George, I think Georgia and Michigan are going to win, but I, I get it, maybe it's part of the job, maybe it's part of how I am, I am looking for ways for Ohio State and TCU to win. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. TCU, it's pick your spots, minimize mistakes, don't give up big plays, Yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, TCU like the biggest the worst thing that they did for me in the Big 12 championship game is they had two guys in one gap. And I was like you can't have two guys in one gap. You got to gap out. Right. If you don't gap out, Deuce Vaughn runs for a million yards or in this case Donovan Edwards runs for a million yards. Right. But if they if they if they are in their gap, I don't think if if TCU gaps out every play I don't think Michigan's good enough to blow them out. If TCU doesn't make mistakes, I don't think Michigan's good enough to blow them out. Here's the
3: thing, man. Regardless of of who wins, I mean, look, I I think Georgia is going to beat Ohio State, but I I think Ohio State is going to present a a greater challenge than whoever is facing them in the national championship game. Like, if it's yes. Michigan or yes. if it's TCU, like, if it's Michigan or TCU, it's going to be one of those teams against Georgia in the national championship game. That does not go well.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. This Ohio, – the Ohio State game will be the hardest game that Georgia has played. Ohio State will be the best team that Georgia's played all year.
3: And I mean, I I've talked to Georgia fans who, yeah, they much rather would have seen TCU or even USC in this game than okay. Ohio State, and maybe that's why Vegas is putting that out there as a six and a half point line. They think now Ohio State's been highly rated all year, and you know when you look at what the Big Ten has done, like, like, you know what Ohio State's got a they've got a two game season. Right. Penn State and Michigan. I mean, you yeah, want to throw Notre Dame in there?
1: Okay. Well, Michigan it. State is ass, my dude.
3: Yeah, like that entire conference. Like, yeah, it's it's been a rough year for the Big Ten. It hasn't been great for the SEC either, by the way. I'm not I'm not propping up the SEC as the world's best conference. No, it hasn't been.
1: That would be the Pac-12. Pac-12's been the best league. This year. We agree on this that. This year. Are you excited for tonight, Tennessee Clemson? No. I, mean,
3: I I want to watch Joe Milton throw it out of the stadium. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that invested in this game. No. I want to see Cade Klubnick run around and make some plays.
1: That's the thing. That, that's the thing I'm excited about is you give this guy because remember he's never had the runway of being the starter. So he's never had like he never got first first team reps. Yeah, he hasn't started a game. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So he's never, but what I'm, okay, so what I'm trying, I'll, I'll peel it back a little bit. What people don't realize is, and depending on where your practice is structured, but there's two different structures of practices. There are practices where reps are based on where you fit. So the start, if you're going to do a 20-play period, the starter will do 15 plays, then the next guy gets two or three, and then the next guy gets one. So it's the the other guys don't even get the reps to have the opportunity to do anything. And then the other way that practice gets structured is everybody does reps, but it's all separate teams. So the ones run with the ones, the twos run with the twos, and then the threes run with the threes, and then you re-rack it. And either way, the number two and the number three aren't getting reps with the number ones. They're not getting reps with the starters. They're not getting starter-worthy reps. They're not getting reps that are incredibly critiqued because when you go to film, you watch the ones, figure out what's wrong so that when you go into the game, you don't have the same problems. This is the first time that Cade's gotten those, like, one reps. Right. And he's gotten them for, what, three weeks? Yep, yep. So I want to see what that looks like. Same. You can expand the offense. You can do more things because he's getting more reps. That's the part that I'm, I'm excited about. And to your point earlier, which
3: I don't think made the show, but you're right. I mean, a lot of these bowl games, you know, you're you're trotting out guys who for next year, yeah, are are going to feature heavily in yeah. in the program next year, who are getting a chance to play because of opt outs or
1: because of you know guys right. hitting the portal, so. I love it. I think it's, I, I, I truly think, and I'm because I, you know, that I get so sick of people being like meaningless bowl game, meaningless bowl game. The bowl games do matter. And I think that what we have found over the course of things is we, have the evolution of why they matter. It used to matter because the coach would get a bonus or the play, it would up the player's status for the NFL. Guess what? We realized it doesn't up your status for the NFL. You can just sit it out but what it does do now is give you a preview for what you should be excited for from the bowl to spring to the next season. And it gives you, We would we have ever been as hype about Marvin Harrison Jr. going into this year if he doesn't have that bowl game?
3: Yeah. Against Utah.
1: Sure. It, it's, 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 but it, it shows worth. It demonstrates value. And, and, and that's the thing that I think it's very, it's very cool to watch. Like, well, I guess we're going to get to see who Kentucky's new quarterback is going to be.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be Devin Leary uh, against Iowa. But yeah, that sure. game that that's going to be an experience.
1: That 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 I game, have no idea what I'm supposed to expect from this game. Uh, that game Let's...
3: is kicking alongside of uh, Kansas State and Alabama, and and I'm not a sicko. Um, I'm not going to watch Iowa and Kentucky. I can't. I just can't. The over-under for that game, Felder, is 31.
1: Yeah. That's like a historic low. Neither one of them wants to score points. Correct. Neither one of them can score points. Correct.
3: And you've taken away both starting quarterbacks, which in Iowa's case might be a good thing. Spencer Petras was awful. Where's he at? Don't know. Cade McNamara is going to be the guy at
1: Iowa, though, next year. Yeah, I know that. It's a nice fit. And Devin Leary, that's official? He's going to Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. Oh.
3: Roddy, jo- Roddy Jones, by the way, ACC Network guy. Broke that news? No, but he was like, eh. like, pump the brakes on Leary. Really? Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I'm a Leary guy. I know you are and, and have been.
1: Since I'm not a Levis guy. I'm a Leary guy.
3: I think that's a nice get for Kentucky
1: yeah but he's never going to throw the football well
3: that's you know the the offensive um uh, uh, progress that that Weaponry, program has made strategy. yeah under the, under the last uh, you know over the last two seasons is that is that over Is that done? I mean like liam Cohen when he was there, yeah, it was great you had all these bust outs uh Wandale Robinson's a pro I mean that guy you know the the receiver yeah. who transferred in, but that offense really didn't show up this year. And you wonder what it's going to look like in 23. It might be more of the same. I don't know. We'll see. Well said on the bowl stuff, by the way. I'm with you. Like, I I think if you're a program that gets those extra practices, that gets the chance to. Because, you know, you know
1: that early enrollees can practice, too. Yeah, it's a big deal in modern college football. Transfers. If you get a transfer and they can practice with you. Yeah, Agreed. Like if you're Very if, good. if
3: you're a program that hasn't been in the postseason in a while, I'll give you an example. UConn. Yeah, they lost their they lost to Marshall, but they got the extra bowl practices. ECU Felder. They looked awfully good in their bowl game. That was hey, the man. first time they had played in a bowl in a while.
1: How they made my, a bowl last about, year, but it got canceled. How about my boys? They look good, man. No quarter. No quarter. The best slogan in all of college football. I'll give you another one. Duke. Like what's, they sh- a, what's they Grace shut, McCall gonna do?
3: They shut down
1: UCF. Yes. Duke was um that was an amazing game. Yeah. The way that they were able to just they're like, absolutely not. No. It looked like um like a big brother and a little brother, and like they just put their hand on their on their face and they're like, You can't hit me. Yeah.
3: Duke won nine games this year, guys. Nine. Nine. That's a niner. And by the way, we haven't talked about the Texas bowl with Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Like Lane Kiffin, bro, you I don't what's I, wrong I, with you, cuz? I I
1: I I I don't understand how what happened in that game.
3: Like literally every fourth down, regardless of field position, they went for it. It was like two kids playing Madden. Right, but like and I guess this is I'm going to go for two after every touchdown.
1: That's the thing that like, I find frustrating is when people treat like actual football like video games. And that's a thing in football media that people want. They want you to go for it on fourth down all the time. They want you to go for it. Uh, they want you to go for, it for two. They want you to, like, don't throw the end zone fade. Do this other thing. And I'm like, hey, man, there's real actual fucking factors in this. Not your sheet that you look at That, that's like, well, technically, blah, 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 blah. No, man. You better find out if you got some dogs. If you don't got no dogs, you know what you better do? Kick a field goal. I mean, Ole Miss
3: has got Punt. some guys. But, like, hey, Punt. it's fourth and one from your 29 in a scoreless game. You got stopped on downs. Okay, fine. Punt it. Fourth and six from your 29 in a, in a game that you're down 10. Punt stopped on downs. Punt like banana stuff in that game, man. Just banana Punt. stuff. And then it got ugly afterwards. He accused a Texas Tech kid of a, of saying a racial slur towards one of his guys. And um, what's what's the what's the coach? Uh, McGuire, Joey McGuire? Yeah. Or I don't think it's Joey, but Coach McGuire from Texas Tech was like, "No, nah, he Is didn't it? say that." Like I talked to I talked to the player. He didn't say that. Don't appreciate that. I don't know, man. And oh by the way, old miss, you guys you guys imploded down the stretch. Like absolutely imploded.
1: Joey McGuire.
3: You were 7 and 0 at one it point. It is Joey McGuire. Was it Joey? Okay, I thought it was I thought he had a different first name. Yeah. You started 7 and 0, guys. Mm-hmm. You lost 5 of your last
1: 6. Yeah. Like what a waste. They let Tyler Shuck run for over 100 yards.
3: Yeah, Tyler Shuck looked like uh Lamar Jackson. He looked like
1: Cam Newton out there for God's sakes. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Anyway. Um But don't worry, they didn't really want to be there. So they're upset and you know, whatever excuse you can come up with.
3: I just I, I don't know. I I that that kind of that was that was an experience. That was interesting.
1: Is Quinn yours gonna be the quarterback for Texas next year?
3: That's listen, man, I want to save that discussion because we all know who's coming. He signed his mm-hmm. letter of intent. All right. Arch yep. Manning is a longhorn. Quinn Ewers is – I don't know if he's it. I know he's the highest-rated recruit in the history of Texas college football.
1: Sure, but, like, that doesn't –
3: Yeah, I know. I'm just – I'm not saying that, like, oh, this guy's a bum, he's He's got a bad haircut, he's a – joke. Like, no, I realize – He does have a bad haircut. Well, he doesn't have a haircut. It's just flowing, which is fine, man. The sides are shaved. That's a haircut. Okay. I mean, we all know how this is going to play out, Right. It's going to be a quarterback battle. Somebody's going to hit the portal in, like,
1: August. You think August? You think you it happens think before May? that? May?
3: Uh, you know, the thing is, like, Quinn's a Texas guy. So
1: So he can go to any of the other schools in Texas?
3: I mean, he's already done this once, right? He went yep. to Ohio State, got a nice little NIL package, and then transferred to come back home, mm-hmm. right? We've already So we've already done this once. I don't know, man. Like... I don't know. I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. I
1: don't know. I just. It's. It's going to be very
3: interesting. Good luck to Steve Sarkeesian and and everybody else who follows that circus. Where did Texas end I up? actually? What What was Texas's actual record this year? Um, eight and five. Seven and, and five? six.
1: Now I have to look it up.
3: Yeah. Sorry, I, I just had the scores up from last night. Eight and five. Okay. Like underperformed. Sure.
1: I don't think he's a good coach.
3: I know that. I, we, we've, we've talked about that. And I, I think the jury is definitely still out there. Okay. And it's, and it's leaning towards, towards your side. Look at his body of work. I know. But I, the, the, the defender would say, well, close losses. And There's this year losses. they'd be right.
1: They'd be right. There's still losses. Well, yeah, I understand. One. So why can't your team? Why can't your team close out games? That's
3: that's the question. You had you had two touchdown leads at Texas Tech. You had a two touchdown lead in
1: Stillwater. So why can't you? Why can't you close out games? Other teams those. adjust, and then you can't you can't you can't run the race with them. They had Alabama on the ropes. Lost that one.
3: Yeah. That's th- these are fair points. Th- these are fair points. But Texas like, has a, crazy. Texas has a top three, top five recruiting class right sure great so awesome. he's, yeah no he's uh, the the argument is 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 being built what you does know? that
1: mean if you can't
3: close them out yeah you gotta win the big 12 man because guess what happens when you come to the sec you ain't winning that yeah <laughs> i mean god almighty between them and oklahoma you're just i mean okay buy low sell high i guess are we ready for uh, Are we ready for some picks, Trip? Yeah. Are, are you start. ready to You ready to flex your internet sensation skills? Yeah, I've been
4: been ready, man. I got a mountain of paperwork in. Well, for good. Me here.
3: Here's the good news. Um, I've got the sounder, even though I lost the first twenty minutes of our show. That's oh. my dog. Take that.
2: That's my dog. Say that right, now. That's my dog. That's my, that's my, That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. And anybody got to say anything, you let me know that's my dog.
3: So, boys, I was doing some research before the show, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't restart my computer before the show, which I will never make that mistake again. (laughs) Uh, The last time the three of us did a show together was Championship Weekend. Mm -hmm. And Felder gave out for me.
4: What would you say, Tripp? Try tried to de-platform me.
3: I didn't try to de-platform anybody. I've been Since trying to I work smarter, not out harder there, over like the you just the last couple put me weeks because we haven't had any games to talk about. Felder gave out a winner during championship weekend, and he did not get credit for it. So I would like to give him credit now. He gave us Fresno State over Boise State on the road.
1: The fighting Jake Hayners.
3: Yeah, and he got it done. So that's Felder's my, coming off of a nice win. Yes, Felder's coming off a nice win, and that's my dog trip you didn't give out a pick during championship weekend because you're soft and i gave out a loser in ohio winning over toledo in the mac championship game i so, looked at
1: that one but i didn't go with that
3: a little bit of momentum for felder going into the new year 6 here's how this works cuz it's been a while we're not here to pick against the spread winners we're here to pick an underdog that wins the game straight up straight up cuz I've got a game that I've got circled, but I would like okay. to give the floor to Tripp who has been doing nothing for the last three weeks but absolutely grinding yeah. over these bowl games. I thought right, we were doing
4: gonna... more picks than just just that's my dog. I've got I've got lots of picks here.
3: How how are you doing during during bowl season? How's it treated you so far?
4: I'm um, doing okay. I only—I think I've only tweeted out two picks. I went two and zero, and I just dropped um, like thirty seconds ago. I dropped three more picks out on Twitter. Um,
3: What's your handle again, Trip? For all the herdverts out there,
4: it's at Trip TripHerd. T
3: R I double Love it.
4: You can probably like search Doctor Locks, the Lock Doctor app. I- show up on a lot of that stuff (laughs) (laughs)
3: that's a good one lock doctor is a good one
4: it's better like a
3: locksmith it's
4: better than Herdvert. yeah well the verts are doing pretty well after tonight (laughs) you know i did have to pump the brakes i'm i'm gonna go ahead and own it too i went oh and three on championship or conference championship saturday yeah uh clemson unc decided just to not score at all in the fourth quarter and a couple other picks just didn't go my way. So I pumped the brakes. I had to hit reset and, yeah, dropped 2-0, I think, Give two days it. ago. And hopefully we're going to go 3-0 and today on – but it, so what, you just want a dog here. Is that all we're doing?
3: So Tripp has already tweeted uh, that he likes Pitt plus 8.5, which is a choice. I mean, I don't – That's uh, – well, there's, there's, I'll tell you why. Trip, That's because you playing. said they were going to get
4: scalped. There's
3: <laughs> – there's nobody playing in the game. Hartzel. for Pitt.
4: Seriously, every time you go on air and say a team's getting scalped, that's an auto play for me. <laughs> okay,
1: all right. And good. I've
4: got eight and a, I don't know why covers is showing seven and a half. I've got them at eight and a half. I just took I, it.
1: I'm seeing eight and a half as well.
4: Okay, good.
3: UCLA is going to axe murder Pitt. In fact, you know what they're going to do after the game? They're going to go across the border to Juarez and bury their body.
4: You know what? That that's you're you're really tempting me to take Pitt as my dog. They weren't my dog. I I got him with an eight and a half, but you're you're really making it. Tempting Trip also
3: here. likes NC State minus one and a half and the over in the Mayo
4: Bowl. Yep, yeah, I do like the over. By the way, I have
3: Will this be
1: out in time for that? Yes, it's going to be out by that.
3: Uh, I I have a source, uh, Felder, close to the Mayo Bowl, Uh who told me that Dave Doran, not too keen on the Mayo Bath, if it's his team that wins.
1: Oh, Listen, I think I know who the source is.
3: But here's the thing. Dave Doran and Mike Loxley, both head coaches, pretty bald up top. Not a lot going on there. Right. So is that a good thing or a bad thing for the Mayo Bath?
1: It's a good thing.
3: Because it's just going to slide right off.
1: It's going
4: to slide right off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Sorry, Trip. Uh, as you were, please proceed with your your, your selections here.
4: I, I'll take South Carolina plus the three and a half for my dog, and that's um. It's a good. Pick. I mean, are we taking every game from here on out?
3: No, I know. No. I just want you. I just want you, just listen, It's you the same. Thing we need some we've damn done. rules. We've been we've, doing. I mean, this. are the rules? Years. We've been doing this for fourteen weeks, buddy. You just pick games. Where there's an underdog that you think is going to win. I'm not asking you to pick every bowl game, man. This
0: well, you didn't make it
3: rodeo. clear because I've got all these picks here. I want underdogs that are going to win. That's what this was... segment is.
4: Let me see it's if I It's like been the segment the here. whole time. Let's see. Just hang on. I mean. So,
3: God. South Carolina over North Dame. You guys Notre have Dane. no structure.
1: No, there's lots of structure. I live there's my a, life this in This is a fully structured segment that yeah. we've been
2: doing for. I excel the entire in season I
1: excel. all right I'll take
4: okay felder gave Notre Dame the kiss of death earlier in the show so I'll take South Carolina okay and yeah they just edge out Kansas I like Kansas state but i'm I'm not gonna take them as a outright dog
3: you think Kansas state covers the six and a half against Alabama? I do I
4: think it's a really fishy line It is like, very don't you? fishy.
3: yes it's very fishy uh, but I'm with felder I think Alabama's gonna do bad things. Really,
4: well man. I I think the I think the over is a good play in that game too. Hmm. I mean Kansas State um Fifty Six broke, broke like forty points in what three of their last five games and then you know if Bryce Young's playing, he's gonna score. Here's my question for you, Felder. Is Bryce Young gonna play four quarters in this game? He won't have to.
3: That's my thing. Like, okay, he's gonna play, he's gonna start, but like is this guy gonna
1: be playing in the third and fourth quarters? He'll play the part of the third. I'm, I, what I'm saying is, is they're going to be blowing this team out.
4: Yeah. I wonder. Well, that leaves a great backdoor yeah. opportunity there. The
1: backdoor's
3: open. All
1: right. To so so, cover? Yeah,
3: for, for yeah. A trip to cover the six and a half with Kansas City. No,
1: absolutely not. They're going to get blown out. They uh, won't sniff within two touchdowns of Alabama.
3: Trip, I know you like to shy away from the big games, so I'm assuming you don't have a play on TCU, Michigan, or Ohio State, Georgia. Anything? I've got
4: Michigan minus seven and a half. I think maybe TCU just ran out of their nine lives. Um, well, really I think okay. the under fifty-eight and a half might be a good play there. Like TCU's not putting up points like they were before, so I could see it going like you know thirty to fourteen or something like that, and. I like the under in that game too.
1: All right, what do we got? Let's do this. What do you got, Felder?
4: And just so you know, it's you have to pick an underdog to win outright, not just to cover. Those are the rules. That's correct. <laughs> so the segment.
3: Yeah, the, the the same segment we've been doing since.
4: This Jack's is,
1: that's
3: my here. dog. August. Give me Tulane. Ooh, I love that. Tulane and USC in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, give me Tulane. USC don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. What's is the status Caleb, of Caleb? Is Caleb playing? I don't know. Neither do I. What, what's he going to have on his fingernails? I'll ask Wayne later. It's okay. No big deal. <laughs> Anything else besides Tulane?
1: Nah, I'm going just give me two lane. Okay. As you guys know I, I don't have, I feel like it would be I feel like it'd be crazy, like weirdly disrespectful to pick Illinois.
3: Uh it probably would be perceived as disrespectful. I don't I don't think they're gonna win that game. But
1: we'll see. I, one team's coach died.
3: I understand that. I, I'm aware, but Illinois tailback is not playing and he's
1: yeah, that's he does good
3: everything for them. That guy rushed for like sixteen hundred yards this year. Yeah, good point. He's so good that I don't remember his name.
1: Is it Chase Brown?
3: Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. By the way, when are we going to have the discussion about Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern?
1: About how they
3: were bad? Uh, how they just... Anyway, we will save it for the summer. It's fine. It's Chase, it's Chase Brown. It and is Chase what do you?
1: What do you like what do you like what's the
3: discussion to have? Do you know how many games Pat Fitzgerald won on the continental United States this year?
1: Zero. Zero. Yeah, they lost ten games in, or eleven games in a row. Yeah, they went one in eleven. And
3: the game they won was in Ireland in August.
1: None, none no no one is upset though.
3: Quit talking to me like this guy's a top ten coach in college football.
4: No, uh, they did get that no-sweat cover against Ohio State, though. Okay, trip. thank you. I tweeted it. <laughs> I swear to God, man. <laughs> <God.
0: laughs> I swear to God.
3: Uh, those that know me know that I don't shy away from the big games. I gave you Tennessee over Alabama earlier in the year as mm-hmm. the, you know, that that's my dog pick of the year. I mean, literally, just, just uh, I mean, that's that's what I've built my kingdom on. Not shying away from the big games. So I'm going to the college football playoff. I've heard from Michigan fans, oh man, you, got, you were so wrong about my team. You, got, you, you, know, you just keep dogging us, man. Keep dogging us. You'd think I'd learn my lesson by now, right? Uh-huh. Not so fast, my friend. Give me TCU plus seven and a half. They win the game straight up over
2: Michigan. I- I love
3: that. That's my pick for that's my dog. I love that last show of 2022 and trip. I know that you and Jim Harbaugh are tight with each other. I know y'all are boys, but man, that dude's gonna have a lot of questions on the car ride back to Ann Arbor after that game.
4: You think so? Yeah. yeah. That makes makes me feel really good about <laughs> yeah, Michigan yeah, <laughs> covering yeah. that seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, going put it does. him in a stranglehold.
3: I bet it does. Enough of the preamble, Trip. How about you quit stalling and give us some winners?
4: Oh, I thought you were going to let it fly. God. It's so fun.
3: I don't need some to listen winners. to Doug. Some
4: winners. I
3: don't need to listen to Doug Karsh highlights. I can do that on my
4: own time, okay? J.J. McCarthy, just lighten it up.
3: That guy, I mean... I'm still waiting for him to eclipse 60% completion in a game this year. I mean, it's going to happen at some point, right?
4: Yeah, see, there you go with the backhanded compliments again. Like, oh, yeah, you know.
3: Guy completed like 12 passes against Ohio State for like 350 yards, and now he's supposed to be the second
4: coming. Well, how many did he need to complete for you to be happy? Like, that? what, did they need to score 100 points?
3: Felder, if I'm giving you your pick of J.J. McCarthy or Max Duggan in this game, who you want? Max. Okay. Which offensive coordinator do you want in this game? Michigan's or TCU's? Riley. Okay. Which wide receiving core would you rather have?
1: Quentin Johnston, okay. Samuel Williams, yeah. Tate Barber. Thank you.
3: Thank you. My work here is done. Folks, this is the final show of 2022. Thank you for listening. It's been an amazing year. We're going to be back for 2023, and we're going to keep this thing rolling, man, because that's what we do. Trip, A plus work by you, as always. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Enough of the preamble trip. How about you quit stalling and give us some winners? Win- Felder, happy new year. <laughs> okay. Thank you
1: so much. <laughs>
3: Enjoy yourself. Think of me when you're sipping on that wild turkey at about one AM on January
1: first, okay? Oh, I will. Thank you. Send me a picture. I want to see Oh, you know it. I will too. Listen, here's the thing, folks. A little peek behind the curtain. Hartzell and I text. Yeah. We text.
3: I'm going to text you some pyromaniacs in my uh or pyromania in my front yard late gonna night 12:30 I'm going to text you
1: a picture of my bat house
3: <laughs> By the way I spotted a bat uh low flying bat in my side yard and I think I know where they're living Okay is it in your house Possibly <laughs> We've got like some vents uh up top in the attic and I don't I, I, I may have to go up there. We we may have a... <laughs> I mean, I may be inspecting that attic for some guano later today because we there might have go. a situation. There you go. Phenomenal stuff. Happy New Year, everybody. Enjoy Happy these New games. Year. We are back on Monday with uh, Roddy a Jones review. from ACC Network. Yes, please leave a review. If you're want. If you a herdvert and you want more Trip Herd in your life, tell us. Tell them. Le- leave tell us a em. review. And Trip, if you want to tell one of your family members or teach them how to leave a review, so that you can boost your Q rating here on the show, I'm I'm for that, man. Like we need we we need it. We need the reviews.
4: I don't, I don't like to fake it.
3: Oh, like you did with the Jim Harbaugh interview.
4: Whoa. Hey, settle down now because I'm actually going to be pitching a a new show on college sports now. Ten minutes with Trip Hurd. Or I grab interviews with, you know, coaches, players, celebrities, whatever. It's yours. And, um, it's uh, your, say okay. no
3: more. It's yours. Whatever you need. I mean, might I can't be 20 pay minutes, you, I can't know, pay you for any of it, card. but please, have at it. Knock yourself out.
1: That I do be. actually have a pitch for a new show, by the way. You want to do that offline? I'll, I'm, I'm putting it together in a Google Doc right now.
3: I'm looking at Felder's preseason predictions. You nailed three out of the five conference champions. Did I? You knocked ACC, Clemson yeah uh you miss on big Ten. sorry, you got back yeah. twelve right with Utah though yeah two out I missed of five on big twelve leader in the clubhouse that's pretty good yeah, pretty good yeah. folks, that is the show um i'm going to issue uh, an apology at the start because the first 20 minutes are really good, and no one will ever hear it because my computer died because of y2 k. Happy new year.